Hey, how's it going? Josh here from Books by Josh, and this is episode number 62 of the Books by Josh Audio Immersion. This episode is titled, Life With and After the Rona. So let's get started. What do I mean with the title? Rona. Coronavirus. And my last blog post, honestly, was about investing during the time with the corona, with the stock market going down and everything. And I was working during that time when I made that post, and then... Then the March, I got tested because I found out I came in contact with multiple people through my workplace that had it. And guess what? I called it. It's not the first time I catch something like this or get injured at a job, as we all know. But I actually caught the corona back then, and I tested positive on March 28th. And I spent all of April not working and at home, and I started working back in May, now is June 1st, today. And I've been meaning to write a post about this. And honestly, when you're sick like that, you don't want to do anything. Even after recovering from it, you don't really recover. So let me talk about it. It's easier for me to talk about it. So, like I said, a couple of my coworkers had it. I worked in a building, a call center, with over 200 to 300 people. In there at any given time, via different departments, managers, supervisors, and other teams. And someone had it. We all used the same coffee machine, water coolers, bathrooms, basically everything, the doors. And that's how I called it, and many others called it. And we shut down my that office while I was there back in March about three times because of the coronavirus and then they moved us to another office that they had in the same city that we had a private elevator and everything it made me feel special because I had a special elevator and it would go directly to a specified floor and there was a decent sized office room. But the thing is, more people called it and they had to close that office down also. So I got tested and it came to light that I had it. So. I had to take some time off until I was cleared to come back to work. And when I came back, I was able to work from home. So that's what I've been doing. But times have been different now. And other, so in case you're wondering what kind of symptoms I had with the corona, I had shortness of breath. It felt like I had kind of pneumonia when I was breathing. I couldn't do that. I couldn't take deep, deep breaths. I was coughing a lot, sneezing, and in the beginning, I thought I had it, not because of the body aches or anything like people associate with it. I had stuffy nose that wouldn't go away, and then I had a runny nose. Um, stuffy running nose and nosebleeds. And for me, I get nosebleed, it usually has to be like very high and humid, and sometimes it happens, but I had two in a week, and I'm like, something's wrong with me, that's why I got checked. And in the test, they test your mucus, and they stick the swab right up your nostril. And the first time, they did it on both. It's not a bad process. It does hurt, and it is weird. But, so, I got tested. Of course, because I had everybody in my household call it for me. Thank God, we're all fine right now. I did lose some people close to me because of this. So, everybody's reaction is different. Mine was a mild case, even though I had shortness of breath, a little bit of body aches, coughing, headaches, slight fever. 
it wasn't as bad as the regular flu for, in my case. Because when I get the flu, I get hit hard. And I don't like getting flu shots because I'm scared of needles. <laughs> but in all seriousness, after I stopped exhibiting symptoms, I waited another week or two before getting tested. And I went and got tested, same location, paid the copay, whatever it was. And they stuck another Q-tip up my nose. Hurt like hell. And I was in and out. And I had the results within like two or three days. And I got cleared and I started working again. But during that time, my job provided me three months, I mean three weeks of paid leave, 21 days of paid leave. Then after that, I had to take FMLA. Only problem is I started this job back in January. And the best part about FMLA is you have to make 90 days together. I missed my 90-day cutoff, I think, by one or two days. And that was the best feeling because I was on unpaid leave for about two weeks. Two or three weeks, and I had to use all my sick time and vacation time. I don't get sick, and I don't take vacation, so that's fine with me. Because when I do get sick, I still go into work. As we saw with me going in until I got tested for the Rona. But the problem is... For my workers' comp case, I have a doctor's appointment, and it's not on my off day. So, I need to take a day off next week because of it on June 9th. So, that's a pain in my butt to do. But, it is what it is. So, what do I mean by life after the Rona? So, you can tell I'm working from home now, as I stated. And everything, and things, things are different now. We're not allowed to really go outside. As of today, right now, June 1st, there's a curfew for New York City. Unless you're a central worker, I got the alert on my phone because of all these riots, not peaceful protests and riots, you will get arrested between 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. if you're out and you're not a central worker. So that's one thing. Then social distancing, we know about that already. I can't really go on my walks, as I'm known for, because... If I go on the walk, there's no place to really stop in, get a coffee, water. Because most of the places are closed. Starbucks are more than not closed. When I was at the new location for work, there was a Starbucks around there. And I had to walk up to the drive through window because, hey, they wouldn't let me in just to get a coffee. They gave it to me on the strength, a.k.a. free, because of their convenience. I walked them out to get it. No lie. To be told, yeah, we can't sell to you. I'm like, I have the app. I have money. They're like, sorry, but we're not allowed to, but here you go. So that was nice. But So that's closed. A lot of my friends, because I had it, don't want to really walk with me because you never know if I still am carrying it. Even though I don't have it, it's dormant. You never know. Because likelihood of me getting it is less than normal people, but I can still be a carrier. So that's the main thing with that. So I don't really walk out as much. I don't. I left my house honestly about three times this past month. There's no reason for me to go anywhere. But the good news is I'm saving money, and mostly everyone I talk to is saving money because they're at home. So what does that entail? I save money, so I get to invest more. Now, I've actually changed up my investment strategy from the last time I made the post because guess what? The market is still there. It's not as bad as before, but 
I'm buying more and more. But I'm not buying the same companies I was. What do I mean? Well, I did buy that stock that I bought a stock for about a dollar. That's normally a $7 stock. Bought a couple hundred shares. And they did double, which was good. And it does have dividends once they start doing dividends again. Because of the pandemic, they stopped. So, that I have drip on it. But I've decided to invest in my Roth IRA instead of going like old company stocks like Coca-Cola, Walmart, stuff like that. AT&T, Verizon, the banks and stuff like that. Chase, American Express. I'm doing more mutual funds. Why? No load mutual funds. Just put the money there and that's it. I'm not going to touch the money anyway. Have the 401k set to the mutual funds, some stock index funds, and some bond funds. But, yeah, so I've just been throwing more money into savings and investment. And, honestly, if you have your emergency fund built up right now and you don't have any debt, credit card debt, consumer debt, you should be investing your money rather than saving it. Because right now, there's many reports a couple of weeks back that right now, every, too many people are holding cash. It's nice to have money, but then they, you're not really making money on that money. What do I mean? Interest rates. So my standard bank account is what, like 0.02 or 0.03%. On my savings account, my check is 0.01. But my high interest uh, savings account, high yield savings account, whatever you want to call it, for Ally, which used to be 2.35, it's now 1.25. And then my American Express, which used to be about 2.15, is now down to 1.27 or 1.3%. So it still makes me something, but it's not enough to cope with inflation. Hey, but Josh, 1.3 is good. 1.2 is good. That's more than the normal banks. It's no, more than normal banks. But that's the same rate CDs are giving right now. And bonds don't give that much anymore. It's a little bit under one last time I checked. And I checked for bank accounts as of, what, two days ago? I was helping a friend out. And it will make you more money than having a traditional savings account or interest checking account or some money market accounts or credit unions. But the thing is, it's not going to keep up with inflation. And I know going into the market is riskier. Especially during these uncertain times, but that's why I'm investing in literally mutual funds that go up about three to five percent a year. I'm not looking to make a killing, I'm just looking to get some dividends and keep up with inflation. That's why most of the companies I invest in, I no longer do big tech companies that jump up, like AMD was a big one for me. I made technically thousands on that. NVIDIA, I made about a thousand on that. I sold too soon. If we held on, I could have made a couple thousand on that. Intel, all the tech companies I use, I no longer invest in it. That's, it's something like Apple that I know is going to not fluctuate that much. Because right now, I'm not looking for a fast lane. I'm trying to go slow and steady because of everything that's happened with the corona. And everything because... I've been out, last year I took the whole year off, essentially because of my injury. Then to come back to start working again, and then boom, corona, and I catch it, 
to take another month off of work, it's pretty scary because I'm not in a place at 30 years old that I want to be because of all these life events that are happening to me. And that's the main thing here. I want to be secure. That's why I have a couple months worth of emergency funds because I've done the total money makeover with Dave Rams. I've read his book multiple times, make sure I had the $1,000 paid off all my consumer credit, debt, debt free on consumer credit cards, and that's it. And I just bankrolled our savings, and then I start investing. So it's 15%. I don't know what percentage I put because I'm commission-based. Which brings me to my next point. I'm commission-based at my job. I have a base salary, which is minimum wage right now, of $15 an hour for New York City. And I get commission. And the commission can range anywhere before tax from $0 to about seven or $8,000 from my position. And... <laughs> I'm not getting a commission because for in the month of July it's retroactive for three months because I didn't work in April. Then I came back to work in May and my job focused on saving customers and saving customers' money, things like that. It's a whole onslaught of different things. But the main thing about it is it's the COVID situation is affecting everybody, not just myself, my family, my loved ones, my friends my neighbors, it's affecting everyone in the world, and my industry is getting hit hard, and I'm dealing with all these customers, and hearing their sob stories, telling them my own, in an effort to help alleviate some of the stress that they have, and I have no problem doing that, but when I'm commission-based, and my pay reflects on the way, what the customer ends up paying at the end of the day, and I'm trying to save them as much money as possible. It's not going to work. So my commission stuff being, for March, I was at, before all this happened, my payout was about $4,000 in the system. After all the adjustments and everything, I'm still over $2,000. Right now is the, today when I check, which isn't that good because of the pandemic. If the pandemic didn't happen, I'll still be at close to $4,000. And for this month, for me, I'm thinking for the base commission, not including like the incentives I just saw that's going to be extra $600. I'm not going to count that because it's not apples to apples with March before the incentive was there. I'm looking from about $4,000 over there to about 700 to 1000 before any chargebacks or anything like that. So it's a big hit. And that comes after a month that I had no money coming in from that commission because I didn't work. And I'm at a point that even though that's a big part of my paycheck because minimum wage, honestly, is not something to live off of. It's the commission that makes me stay at this job. So being hit with this, I've learned through all my times and troubles Dealing with stuff like workers' comp, my f father becoming disabled, me taking time off from work, everything like that. I've learned to save money in case of this. That's why the emergency fund is so important and also tracking your spending. And honestly, if you don't know where your money goes or tell it where it go, it's going to leave you. Just like that stray cat you found. 
you may see it one time talk to it, and then the next day it's gone. You didn't give it a home. You have to give your money a home. And either keep it in the bank, put in CD, put in bond, put it in your basement in a jar. Don't bury it because it will deteriorate and it will become nothing because it, it will literally crumble into dust. But make sure you start making some money with that money and save the money. And that's basically it. I just want to give you guys an update on everything that's happened to me during these past two, three months and everything. And like I said, having the corona wasn't fun. Wasn't fun really talk about it. That's why I didn't do anything in regards to that. I started a post many times. And when you sit down to write and you're like, wow, this is some crappy situation. I mean, I don't want to really talk about this because all the news it's depressing about things that's going on with it, but you kind of have to. And I'm just doing my part. That's it for this episode of the Books by Joshua Audio Immersion. If you enjoyed it, let me know. If you didn't enjoy it, still let me know. If you're indifferent, let me know. I need somebody to talk to. I don't have that much face-to-face interaction, so comments are big right now. But I know I still owe how market and stuff like that. I will make that in a couple of days and upload it but like i said this is episode 62 of the books by joshua audio immersion life with and after the rona take care see ya